0: What's going on, family? It's Pastor K here again. Another episode of Take Action, which is our weekly study, and uh, I'm so excited, as I am always every week, uh, to give you these truths that God has given to me, and hopefully they will translate uh, to fire and um, and and all of the things that you need to become who. You need to be. I wish I could start off in my register high like Martin would say, what's up, what's up? But I can't do that. But I do have one today that I think you need to buckle your seatbelt. I'm not saying it's going to be super deep. I'm not saying it's going to be the best sermon you ever heard. But it is one that we all need. All need. All right so here it is alright I gotta get it off my chest I gotta get it off my chest I gotta give it to you I gotta alright y'all ready let's stop beating around the bush let's get right to it Luke chapter 17 verse number 1 here's what the Bible says then said he unto the disciples It is. it is impossible, but that offenses will come. But woe unto him through whom they come. I'm, 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 I can't even get myself together right now. This is crazy. I'm gonna read it in the New English translation. That was the New, that was the King James version of the Bible. I'm gonna read it in the New. English translation. Might even do a search and read it in every version of the Bible I have right now. Jesus said to the disciples, Stumbling blocks are sure to come, but woe to the one through whom they come. Goodness. Let me. All right, y'all. I'm, I'm, I, I gotta get on the internet real quick hold on hold on uh let me see that's Luke 17 and verse number one I gotta read it in the message Bible and um, then we're gonna get then we're gonna get to it I'm, I'm trying not to stutter and stumble and all that kind of stuff but this is crazy. Luke 17 and one says in the message Bible says he said to his disciples, hard trials and temptations are bound to come. But too bad. For whoever brings them on, I I got it. I'm about to leave. Y'all can have it. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Jason, y'all wrap it up. I'm going home. Listen, Aaron, Ricky, y'all shut the mic off. I can't even drop it. Can I drop it? I can't take this, y'all. Luke said, dude, bro, sis, man of God, entrepreneur, those who are part of the intelligentsia and who use multisyllabic expressions as a way of conversing language, and those of us who, who use slang and be like, what up? to those of you who are black, to those of you all who are white, to those of you all who are rich, to those of you all who are waiting on your miracle, to those of you all who are married, to those who are not, those who are waiting, offenses will come. And really what Luke is saying to the disciples through this text, Jesus is saying to the disciples through this text that Luke wrote, is that being offended is an opportunity and not an inconvenience. I'm about to go. I can't even do this. I can't even start this. Because I feel y'all, some of y'all are looking at me like this right now, like, get to it, Reverend. Hurry up. Get to it Cause I need to explain I need you to explain this to me If I slap the taste out of somebody's mouth I I need you to explain this to me Before I lose my mind and lose my temper Now what's all of this about Because you better show me this in the word of God You better show me this is a part of his plan Because if you don't show me That this is a part of his plan I'm about to get out of his will And act a fool up in here Y'all gonna make me lose my mind Luke says, settle down, buddy. Relax, chill out. Being offended is an opportunity. Being offended is an opportunity. How so? Well, let's look at it. When I look up the word... Offense. It's an early 14th century word, to offend. It means to disobey or to sin against. So in actuality, every person who offends us is actually sinning against us or disobeying the rules that we have for engaging with us. Okay? Which means... That what offends you Right, you got it May not offend somebody else Because we're all offended By different things But it means to like Violate I'm trying to set this up How many of you all Can think of somebody right now Who has violated you And here's the crazy thing About being violated You still have to work with them you still have to operate around them. You still have to pretend to be excited when you see them. And if you have real integrity, try not to talk about them with other people. This is what offense does. This is what it, it, and and in one, one instance, here it is. Look at this. When a person commits a crime What are they called? An offender. Maybe I'm the only one excited about this one. It ain't going to be long, but it's going to be strong. A person who commits a crime in our society is called an offender. Because when you are an offender, You are actually responsible for wounding or displeasing or stripping away the excitement or becoming an annoyance or making someone become resentful, all because of the actions of the offender. And with all of that being said, with all of those words that I just used that are not words that we want to hear, Luke says, please don't feel inconvenienced when you are offended. It is an opportunity for you actually to become what God created you to be. The word offense, should not be a word, and I'm going to say this one last time, that you look at as an inconvenience. The word offense should be a word that you look at as an opportunity. He said it is impossible that you should not be Offended Write what your boy Is getting ready to say Right now Are you ready The word offense In the Greek anidectos Is the Greek word It means Like I'm about to leave Jason I can't take it I can't take it Jason is the cameraman right now. He back there taking notes. I just can't take it, cause I know this is good. I know this is good, and I know some of y'all are like, what is he come? I'm about to I'm about to show you something that God showed me. Anadectos, in the Greek, it means unallowable. Goodness God, why why am I so excited? When he he says to his disciples. It is unallowable that you won't be offended. I won't even allow you not to be betrayed. I won't allow everybody to like you. (laughs) I don't care how good your personality is. I don't care how much money you give to the poor. I don't care if you speak to everybody And treat everybody like they're a friend and you meet no strangers and you let pedestrians cross the street and you cut your neighbor's grass and you buy the groceries of the person in front of you or pay the bill of somebody at a restaurant because they have sown into your life. You can do all of that and I still will not allow a circumstance where you won't be betrayed. To all of you all who think I was the best I could be to them, didn't matter. It's unallowable that you won't be offended. I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't even tell anybody. I gave them the best of my years. It is unallowable that your heart won't be shattered. I was faithful and I loved them, and they treated me in any kind of way. It is unallowable. God says I will not even allow you to not be offended. When I say that's good to me, God said it is, it is impermissible, unallowable. Here's the other word. Oh, God. Jason, I'm about to leave, man. Here's the here's next Greek word. The next iteration of the Greek word, anadectos, is improper. God says it is improper for you to not be offended. If you're going to have a proper life, it's going to be packed With the fence. Listen, I don't know who this is for. But if you have been betrayed, it's because you are living a proper life. If you have been overlooked, it's proper. If you have been shattered, it's proper. If you have been looked over, it's proper. God says, I was not going to not allow it anyway. In the days of trouble, you're going to have to hide in me. But listen, it's going to rain on the just as well as the unjust. I'm going to let the rain fall. I'm, I'm gonna let the tornado take your house, your cattle and your children. I'm going to allow your son to be a prodigal son or a prodigal daughter. I'm gonna allow the enemy to present you with an illegitimate fruit. I'm going to allow your siblings to throw you into a pit. I'm going to allow Nebuchadnezzar to throw you into a fiery furnace, why? Because offense is a part of the estate. I'm not even going to allow. If you, he said to his disciples, now, if you ain't a disciple of God, if you're not a child of God, if you're not the elect of God, I'm not talking to you. But he said to the disciples, if you're saved, if you believe in God, if you are his child, God told me to tell you, it is impossible that you will not be offended. I ain't got nothing else to say i'm i'm done talking i don't i don't know what else you want god says it is unallowable i god won't allow you not to be offended somebody is going to cut you off in traffic tomorrow Somebody's gonna be standing up too close behind you when you in a line. You ever been in line and somebody I was in the line getting something to eat the other day and I turned around and you know certain cultures don't have the same amount of boundaries and space that we have and they was right up on me and I was turning around and I was like, man, they breathing on my neck. You you all up on here. I was offended for a little bit. I'm 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 not here's what guys, I'm not about to make this world operate so you can be comfortable everywhere you go. Goodness. Jason, I'm leaving again. I'm about to go. I'm about to go because I I can feel y'all. I can feel your eyebrows scowling at me through the internet. I'm not about to make everybody change so you can understand them. I'm not about to take away everybody's history so you can feel comfortable. You're going to have to learn to get along with everybody. You're going to have to learn that people were not raised like you, that they don't do things like you do, and that you shouldn't have to have the whole world to become you so that you can get along in the world. You will be offended, but you have to operate in it. And it is not an inconvenience to be offended. what's an offense Scandalon is the Greek word which is where we get our English word scandal okay so originally is described describes listen the small pieces of wood that was used to keep the door of an animal trap propped up I am an avid watcher of a show called Naked and Afraid. I will, I have seen literally every episode of every season. The XL version, the 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 reunions, uh the 40-day challenges, the 21-day challenges, the 14-day challenges, I know them all. I've seen them fail and and I remember having enough arrogance thinking I can do that and then have enough humility like I'll be out of at it the first day cuz I am not drinking water. Out of a a, a a mud hole and 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 boiling it, and I am not killing nobody's elk with a stick and then shaving off the fur and picking feathers out of no bird. I'll be dead in three days because I won't drink nothing to eat nothing. But I watched the show. And when I watch the show, one of the ways they trap animals, they eat rats. But they'll take a stone and they'll put a small piece of wood on the stone and then they'll put some bait underneath the trap and when the mouse or the snake or whatever comes in to get the bait, uh, their movement will trip the stick, the stone will fall down and smash the animal. So Scandalon, where we get our English word Scandal, originally described as the small piece of wood that's used to keep uh, the, the trap for an animal open, a piece of wood that would hold it. And, and as I said, the piece of food was placed to lure the animal in, and when the animal enters the trap, bumps, watch this, the scandalon, Greek word for offense, and the wood piece would collapse, and the door was shut. In the New Testament, the word scandalon refers to a stone. First Peter 2 and 8 says, and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense even to them which stumble at the word. Do you not know that offense is a trap? And how you enter into it will determine if you are crushed by it or if you can get the bait and run. Oh, I'm leaving, Jason. Gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go, Jason. Everybody like, who is Jason? I'm, I'm leaving. I can't take it no more. Because if you go into that offense frustrated, you're gonna trip the wire. If you get into that situation huffing and puffing, you're going to set off the scandal line. If you go into that trap that the enemy has set or the one that God has allowed, huffing and puffing, about to blow the house down, the stone of life is going to crush you. But if you go in with meekness and stillness and humility, you could get the bait without setting off the trap. What I'm trying to tell you is that the more things you go through, without allowing those things to grow th- go through you, the more things you could overcome. And I always tell people, you have to learn in this life, how to go through things without letting them go through you. You gotta be under that stone knowing that the enemy has vexed certain of the church. You gotta know they tried to set you up. You gotta know they don't like you. You gotta know they didn't speak to you and you gotta keep it calm and you gotta keep it steady and you gotta stay prayed up and you eat that bait or pass it up if it ain't on your menu and keep going because if you let it rattle your emotions, rattle your cage, rattle your thoughts, you're gonna find yourself smashed under the stone of offense. Because every offense that God allows, listen, Satan perverts it. Everything that God has ever issued, Satan has tried to find a way to pervert it. Music, came from heaven and now you have Christians who can't stand it on earth. I remember when I was growing up I used to love to watch old school movies and, um, and I love old school music and one of my favorite movies, not that old school, it's, 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 it's a little old but not old school, is the movie Ray and, and how Jamie Foxx who I think did a, a one of the best acting jobs in the history of movies portraying Ray Charles uh, he is amazing um, that there was a scene in there where they were in a tavern and he kept singing the song keep on knocking but you can't come in and everybody was going crazy and dancing and two people came in and said you you are you're doing this in the name of the Lord and you're taking church music and you and you you you're singing it to this foolishness and and I, I understand what they were saying but what 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 they didn't realize is that music and melody came from God, and when it came to the earth, the enemy grabbed it and had us hating our own symphonies and our own chords and keys because David was a harp player for Saul. Music is, was, and always will be a godly thing, but the enemy has a way here it is of turning a temple into a den of thieves. So God allows the offense, but Satan perverts it, and you can either respond to Satan's perversion of the trap or to God's purpose of it. You could either respond to God's purpose for the scandal line or Satan's perversion of it. And I guarantee you, every time you get frustrated, you're responding to Satan's version of the thing that God allowed. David said, it was good that I was afflicted, that I might learn the statutes of God. I know that God allowed this. It is impossible for me not to be offended. And since I know that, since I know that the offense is the thing that is allowed by God, that I must learn to respond to it according to his will and not my way. I hope this is helpful. David and Goliath shows us copious amounts of ways that he could have been offended. But it's hard to be, thank you, Holy Ghost. It's hard to be offended when you are focused. Let me tell you something. Most of you all watching me today, you are always offended because you're always looking for the offense. I was with a group of preachers the other day and some of their wives and and one of the wives said, Well, when we get up to speak, y'all should see how they're looking at us. I get it because I preach every day. But when you are focused on the people who are frowning at you, you will be discouraged. What you focus on will determine the experience you have. Because when I'm up preaching and I see people sleep or I see people frowning, I look right past them and I look for somebody who got the joy of the Lord in their heart and I focus on that. You have to learn that you can be offended by what you decide to focus on. I'm not looking for the frown. I'm looking for the one who got tears in their eyes. I'm looking for the one who has their hands lifted and I will ignore the rest because I will leave the 99 to focus on that one. Your offense is sometimes associated with your focus. That's how Jesus got out of the grave. You remember when they rolled that stone on him? He didn't focus on the trap. He's like, I'm getting up in three days anyway, so y'all, you know, y'all can do what y'all want to do. I'm about, next weekend. I ain't gonna be here. You remember when Jesus was on the mountain with Satan and Satan says to him, turn these stones into bread. Jesus said, man, I'm too focused for that. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. I'm not about to allow you to make me use my power too quick. Are you understanding what I am saying about how you can escape these traps if you're not in the trap squirming? I was watching a program on Discovery Channel and a cheetah stepped into a trap and his hind legs were caught and the man came over to let him out and the cheetah attacked him so what the man had to do is get a stick with a a noose type of rope on the end put it around the cheetah's neck pull it tight and hold the neck of the cheetah down and step on the pole an inflexible pole so that the cheetah couldn't reach around, and open the trap, let his feet out and then pick the pole back up, release the noose. Let the cheetah run away. And I thought to myself, how many people are you attacking? Because you feel trapped and you are wounded, and God sent them to release you. It is impossible that offenses will not come, but woe, (laughs) in other words, I feel sorry I feel sorry for the person who the devil used. He says, woe unto him through whom they came. I feel sorry for the person who the offense came through. God says they will come. And you better look at it as an opportunity and not an inconvenience because I'm going to handle The person who tried to handle you that's a word somebody just type god handle it because if you don't handle it i'm gonna get in the way and handle it myself you can't get in god's way god does not want your fingerprints on his deliverance if you touch it he can't touch it you better bag up and let god do it woe unto them through whom they come i'm telling you right now as i finish this Your enemies are in such trouble for coming after you. I'm asking you right now to pray for them that God not in their lives, in the spirit, in the flesh, financially. I'm asking that you would pray for them that God would spare them. And this is biblical. I know you want all your enemies to suffer. And I know we say stuff like, that's what you get. But what did Jesus do when his enemies offended him? He looked to his God, his father, and said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I want you to pray for your offenders. God, if they knew who they were messing with, they would not have done it. They're already in trouble with God because the offense came through them and they allowed the enemy to use them. Look at what happened to Satan. Satan comes in the middle of the garden, tempts Adam and Eve with the fruit. They did eat. I'm showing you Bible. Uses the snake as a translator for the debauchery. And the snake is now cursed according to scripture to walk on its belly and be in the dust which signifies that snakes used to have feet before they allowed the enemy to use them to offend Adam and Eve. Woe unto them who the offense come through. There was a curse for every snake that has ever walked into your life. They walked in but they will crawl out. You have to understand that God is using the offense to make you whole and make you strong and don't rattle the cage. Be still and know that he's God. Be gentle, meek and mild and God shall deliver you. Do you receive that word? Do you accept that word? Share that one with somebody. Tell them, don't take the bait. Don't take the bait. God, in the name of Jesus, you are able to do anything but fail. Help us right now as we're dealing with how to process our offense. We didn't do anything to deserve it. We would like it to be over but we understand that we are on your time and not our own. Be with us and stand by us, both now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, my brothers and my sisters. Today, as you get ready to give, the Lord showed me something, that there is a blessing for you, and it has a shell around it now you have to know this is from God cuz I don't I don't even conceptualize why he would give this to me on this day and this time but there's a blessing with you that has a shell on it. I want you to envision an egg. And this is not like a turtle shell. It's not a hard one. It's one that can be broken very simply. It it this is the kind of shell that the next tap can break. And God says the next thing the shell that's around your blessing will feel is the seed that you're getting ready to drop. That seed needs to be heavy enough to cause damage to the shell that is right now around your blessing. They're getting ready to put the instructions up on the screen right now. I want you to break through the shell that has your miracle wrapped up. And you're going to do it with a seed. I want you to do it with a seed. Are you ready? God gave me specific instructions. He said, tell them that it needs to be $17. I don't know what that number is. Somebody will get that. It'll make sense to you. 17 That's not a lot for a miracle. I want you to release a $17 seed now that's going to break the shell by faith that has your miracle wrapped up. You got it? I bless those gifts that are about to be released. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. I love you. I really, really do. Thank you. For spending this time with me. I'm so glad I didn't leave. I know I almost left so many times. And now you know who Jason is. But I just want you to get better. Don't take the bait. Offense will come. But woe unto them who the offense comes through. God bless you. I love you. I'll see you next week.